Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ringside Radio, episode four. I'm Grim Chorizo. I'm Katrina Cena. And I'm Sloppy Joe. And this is a special Christmas time episode. You can see we're in a new location. Got the Christmas tree behind us, donning some Santa hats, and of course, the midget is the elf. <laughs> so, yeah. It is, it is December now. Just got off of the TLC pay per view. And, uh, wow, there's some, uh, I guess history was made on Sunday, I guess. Now there is one, one world champion. WWE w- world yeah. champion. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we back it up to November when we left off. It was around Thanksgiving. Uh, they announced the unified title match between world champion John Cena and WWE champion Randy Orton. So, going in, I think, how did you guys feel, you know, on the build-up of the unified title match? Well, I was <clears throat> expecting a lot from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's a huge match. It's like, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, because it's very possible it could happen again. Once in every 12 years. It's yeah. been about 12 years since the last yeah, one. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, what happened wasn't how I, what I was thinking that was gonna happen. So, um, well, I had I had some ideas of what I really wanted to see happen, and we were kind of in agreement. I know a lot of other people would disagree, but they were kind of teasing things where maybe Cena was going to, um, you know, like maybe there's something going on between Triple H and Cena, and they I felt like they were kind of teasing that. Um, mm-hmm. Initially in the setup, and then, but I feel like as things went on, it really looked like even the night of the pay per view, it looked like something could happen mm-hmm. involving Cena going corporate, so to speak. And to me, that would kind of could kind of be equated with Hulk Hogan joining the NWO yeah, so yeah. many years ago because he's the guy, he's the top face, whether people like him or not, he is, and he's so he's just, he's synonymous with WWE just like Hulk Hogan was synonymous mm-hmm. with wrestling mm-hmm. in the 80s and the early 90s and i i was really holding out hope that they were going to do the unthinkable and have Cena actually go corporate you know show up in a suit and tie and do whatever the uh, the authority wanted him to do i was ever hopeful so and honestly i ended up kind of disappointed too um, with with the outcome, not necessarily the outcome of the match, but the way the match flowed, did not. I didn't feel the the chemistry, like Randy and John so often have. I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was there Sunday night. Yeah. So, uh, I I thought the build up itself was well when they announced the unified thing. I I think we all had the thought that maybe it wasn't actually going to be unified at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, okay. They're going to either swap titles or right. just grab their own yeah. because it just didn't seem like uh, it was going to happen there. It felt like it might happen at WrestleMania and stuff. I am glad it just, you know, they built it up and it's it's happened, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, although the match m- might not have lived up to what it could have been because, like you said, Randy and uh, Cena have have had some brutal, amazing matches. Yeah. Um, the, they the, tend to bring out the best in one another oh, yeah. most of the time. 
Yeah, and it's, it was actually, in a way, it was kind of refreshing seeing the two go at each other because it's been like, since like 2009 since mm-hmm. they were in like a, I think it was you know, a rivalry and stuff yeah. and that's that's one of the most heated rivalries of this yeah. this era definitely yes. so it was cool to you know to see them at it again uh, but I don't want to j- jump ahead too much but as far as the build up to the unified title or you know WWE World Heavyweight mm-hmm. title match last week's Raw where the, it was the Slammy Awards the uh, that really sold me for the match. Definitely oh, having yes, the yeah. champion ascension segment oh, yeah. was just done phenomenally. It was. Um, but we'll we'll catch on that a little bit. So let's go back to around that time. They were with Kofi and Miz. That's has that not been kind of odd and back and forth? Like mm-hmm. Miz is Miz is mad and mean, and then Kofi's kind of. Vicious and brutal. So we're seeing kind of a different side of Kofi that's more, I guess, brutal, but he's still not... They haven't turned He's not going to turn. He's, um... Mm-hmm. I think more intensity is kind of what they're what they're playing at. Yeah. Yep. But Miz has still definitely been, I guess, the one to turn more because that's just what it seems. But it, it, it's just odd how one night he'll, you know, be smacking Kofi and then they'll be plugging his TV... He'll be plugging his TV uh, movie. Yeah. Like... You know he's happy go lucky guy. I don't know that. That those two have had a lot of matches in the past also, and uh, it just I'm not too into it right now because I thought Kofi was the one who was going to yeah. turn, which I thought would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and sad to say, the crowd was actually chanting oh. "boring" in their pre-show match, yeah. which I I do not like. Um, it's not respectful, yeah. but I think that should be a sign to WWE that, you know, something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. They need to progress the rivalry, or they need to end it, or they need to very clearly turn someone and make one the heel and one the yeah. face. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't really make sense, you know, like like we kind of alluded to it, it doesn't make sense what they're doing mm-hmm. with them. And I think the crowd's just done with it. Well, and we've seen the match at the wrestle so many times. It's, yeah. yeah. It's... Hard for them to do something new together. That's yeah, right. Really gets people into it. Unless so. there's a title or some sort of stipulation yeah. involved, I think it's they only, need to just be done with it. Only so much they can do. Right. So that's just kind of going on. Another thing that has been somewhat interesting is uh, they debuted Xavier Woods oh, yeah. back. Uh, I don't even know. It's probably been a month or over a month, and he's been teaming with Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it there? Yep. It oh, was, okay. Yeah, he uh, has been teaming with r Truth and has been basically since his debut has had a growing bit of uh, rivalry with Brodus Clay because Brodus let him use the Funkadactyls and his music and stuff, but then he was like, "Oh, you're stealing them," even though I think we all agreed it seemed a lot more natural with the yep. Xavier Woods. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was it much better <laughs> but, instead uh, of the fat dancing dinosaur. <laughs> and, and he's upset because. Brodus Clay is a main event player. Oh, yes. yes. And would, Xavier like Woods to, uh, is taking away from that. Yeah, he's... Brodus Clay's a main event player. <laughs> and he lets everyone know... Every week. Every Don't week. worry, he'll tell you. Even though I think he... I can't think of a main event he's been in. But <laughs> I don't let Brodus... If, if, you're, if you're listening to me, no hard feelings. You just... You're not a main event player. Okay, so that's going on. Now, what's happened most recently with that is... Uh, Brodus finally turned, like, official heel. He turned on his partner, Tensai, 
And uh, at TLC, they all kind of walked out yeah. on him, I think. The Funkadactyls, too. And then last night, or two nights ago on Raw, Brodus just, he was done with it. He uh, attacked Sweet Tea, and uh, R-Truth and Xavier Woods came in were like, we, uh, like they're they're cool with Tensai, so mm-hmm. it's basically Brodus has finally turned, which I guess for some it's kind of you know exciting because it's different, but still. Well, and the the, the funky dancing thing I think can definitely continue yeah. with our truth and Xavier Woods yeah, and yeah. possibly the Funkadactyls kind yeah. of connecting with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so they had that match at TLC, kind of just. Keeping this thing going, uh, now we could see either a, a Tensai and Brodus Clay kind of thing, or we could see a continued uh, Xavier Woods, Brodus Clay. I don't know. I'm just glad they're using Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely. It's kind of an interesting story. It's it's something. It's a, it's better than them just the four of them doing nothing. There's two random tag teams just having to do a random match. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a story. Yeah. It, it makes so, more sense. Yeah. And I have to say, I think if they had gone one more week or possibly one more second without actually turning Brodus Clay, yeah. Yeah. I was probably going to throw the nearest object out the window. <laughs> yeah, that was actually that was worse than the Miz thing because he would yeah. be like, yeah. he'd be like, I'm made of him player. I don't need you. Next week he's just like, he's ah, coming out all happy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it's happened. We'll have to see where that goes. But it was worth noting because it's something going on. Um. What other? What other? We've. I mean, obviously, we've got the uh, bigger names. We've got uh, like the Rhodes, still the tag team champions. At TLC, they defended against three other teams: the Real Americans, uh, the newly formed team of Big Show and Rey Mysterio, and uh, the former Paul Heyman guys, Ryback, <laughs> Ryback, and uh, Curtis Axel, or the painfully named. Rybaxel. Please that, no. <laughs> um, as JBL said on Raw or SmackDown once, that is a terrible name. Even though JBL was the first one to call them. Yeah, that. but it is, it's a it's an awful name. Yeah. So they had a fatal four way tag team match for the titles, and it was it was pretty awesome actually. Uh, it was elimination. Came down to uh, the Rhodes and the team of Ray Big and show. Big Show. And there was a big show of respect from all four of the mm-hmm. guys left in there. I was kind of pulling for Real Americans to be the last ones in there because if the Rhodes were going to lose, I think the Real Americans have gotten to the point where they could uh, be the tag Carry the titles, yeah. They, they really have been over mm-hmm. with the crowd. Oh, yeah, they love them. And Cesaro is a big, big reason behind that. But either way, they are doing something right. And it wouldn't surprise me if they get the gold, you know, sooner yeah. than later. But they've been a tag team for a while, so. Mm-hmm. But they seem to impress, especially Cesaro with yeah. his with his strength, yeah. uh, week in, week out. Spinny Rooney thing. Yeah, and the crowd just goes crazy when, yeah. he, when he grabs who, anyone for it. Uh, so I don't think he got it off at the TLC match at all. He went for it, but I don't think he. Yeah, I don't think he did. Anymore. I don't think he did either. The emphasis was definitely on yeah. Ray and Big Show. Yeah, it was. Um. And then the, the on Raw, they had a rematch that they won. I believe it wasn't for the titles, but they won. So chances are they'll be going for the titles. Yeah, yeah that kind of makes them the number one contenders by yeah. default mm-hmm. since they have they, a victory over the champions. Yep. So definitely uh, more to that. I yeah, think. so they WWE's uh, proven they got they have a lot of 
they have a lot of tag mm. teams, really. It's just there's one team that I'm confused why they weren't in that match. Uh, the Usos. Oh, mm-hmm. The Usos. They, so they are awesome. They just need yeah. the the titles. They need to keep using them like they yep. were. Well, and they've proven their worth, yeah. in oh, my opinion. Gosh. They look the part. I mean, they obviously they're. I mean, they look like a tag team. Yeah. They've been there a while, mm-hmm. um, and they're they're phenomenal. They oh, yeah. they're big guys, but they can fly and they mm-hmm. can. They're strong and yeah. they're agile. Oh, and uh, what are we waiting for? And the crowd just, loves them. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, I'm biased because they're they're two of my favorite guys, but <laughs> I don't understand what yeah. they're doing. You know, do do something with them. Come yeah. on. They've definitely, you know, and they've they've hung in there with the Shield and, you know, the, the top tag teams, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully they kind of, you know, get get what they deserve in, in a good way, yeah. of course. And uh, speaking of the Shield, they've been kind of teasing a little oh, something with yes. them. <laughs> so after Survivor Series, the match that happened was Punk and uh, Brian versus Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Uh, great match. Then the next night, it seemed like uh, Punk kind of went off on his own feud with the Shield when mm-hmm. Roman Reigns speared him out of nowhere, and Daniel Bryan was abducted by the Wyatt family. Yep. So why don't we uh, talk about how, how about we talk about the Wyatt family and Daniel Bryan yeah. situation first? So that night, I think last time we did the podcast, we talked about how Daniel Bryan got abducted, and we were kind of throwing around ideas of what could have happened. Right. Well, nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. Literally, nothing happened. <laughs> Uh, I believe the next... He wasn't on SmackDown, I don't think, but the next... Uh, he may have been on SmackDown. Whatever, Raw or SmackDown, he was just there, perfectly fine. No, like... He wasn't, like, scarred or... Any, like, not, like, physically scarred, but he wasn't, like, shooken up or anything. He was <laughs> yeah, just... It was like... He just came out there yesing, and uh, the, they didn't really acknowledge mm-hmm. it. I was very surprised. But the Wyatt family apparently wants Daniel Bryan to join. Bray's been cutting his, you know, promos that... They sound cool, but you don't really know what the heck he's talking about. They're very cryptic and, uh, and creepy. Uh, and I think this part's really supposed to be that way, too. Though, yeah. But, well, but, yeah, that's the purpose. Yeah. But. So what What was the exact reason why uh, he wanted Daniel Bryan to join? I know he was saying, like... Your beard is better than yeah. mine. <laughs> you, got a, you got a beard. Because <laughs> uh, he kept saying things like... Uh, he was like how Daniel Bryan was a monster and like you'll come out a monster and all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really know what the uh, why he wanted them to join other than just he's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, he really hasn't said it's. He, I mean, the only thing he's really said is that he wants Daniel Bryan to join him. He hasn't really yeah. said why. So, I I guess it's just a you know a feud that to happen and. There were there was a handicap match between Daniel Bryan versus all three members of the Wyatt family. Yeah, that's fair. Made by <laughs> Kane, who now is the uh, handicap match maker. Like Teddy Long is the <laughs> yes. tag team. We're match gonna have maker tag team match tonight. <laughs> because he also scheduled CM Punk versus The Shield at TLC. But at TLC, the Wyatt family defeated Daniel Bryan, and it was just. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember, but it seemed like it was kind of a massacre in a way. I I don't know. Daniel Bryan, he had some. He had the offense there for a yeah, while, but it's kind of a back and forth until yeah, towards the end. Yeah, but uh, they got the win. Uh, Bray not doing much, just basically getting the win mm-hmm. and giving me nightmares by doing his creepy <laughs> oh, yeah. walking upside down exorcist. <laughs> that was it's so scary. Yeah, it, I, is. it was very disturbing. 
And he didn't actually fall on his face this no. time? No. He and actually... as he does that, you can really tell how we were saying when we were watching the pay-per-view. His beard is weird. It, like, mm-hmm. it, like, it defies, hangs out. It somebody like, said it defies gravity. Yeah. He's hanging upside down, and it just doesn't yeah. move. <laughs> so if you haven't noticed, when you're watching him, uh, and he does something like that, just watch his beard. It's really, it's really odd. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you don't have anything better. Yeah, if you don't the, the creepiness of his gimmick. Yeah. So... As far as Daniel Bryan, I don't know if this Wyatt family thing is going how you know how far it's going to go because it appears he might be put, being put back into the title scene after uh, yeah after um, the the match he had on Raw, mm-hmm. but we'll get more to that too. So on the other uh, end of the spectrum, we had CM Punk and a rivalry with the Shield, and at TLC he he took on all three members. But as Schloppy was getting to, the Shield has been kind of having some differences, especially uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Yep. Just uh, Ambrose is kind of like seems like he's he's cocky, and he, partly because of the fact that he still has the U.S. title, and the others don't have their gold. Yep. Partly because and he's actually said that in promos too, yeah. where the other two kind of like turned and glared at him. Yeah. So it's been an ongoing thing for mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, since longer than we've really realized, yeah. I think. Ambrose is just kind of... I think he's flaunting the fact that he still has a title, and he's been kind of the leader of it, but... A title the other, he's not but, doing anything but, with. But, uh, you know, I think... I feel like Rollins and Reigns are more on the same page, and uh, Reigns is just getting kind of fed up with it. And at TLC, a uh, somewhat, I think, predictable but awesome ending... Uh, CM Punk moves, and Reigns ends up spearing Ambrose, and... Punk gets the win off it. Um, so the split's coming very soon. Yeah. But on Wasn't Raw... Wasn't there also something with Rollins colliding yeah. with... Yeah. Uh, was it Ambrose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. Ambrose. was on the ropes. Going, he was going to do something, and then Punk, like, Irish whipped him into the ropes or yeah. something. And, and he collided and with he Ambrose, Ambrose, knocking Ambrose off him off the, the apron. Yeah. yeah, that's right. true. So I'm very interested to see where this goes, even though, you know, love the shield, I don't want him to... You know, end because it's never going to happen again. But it's also exciting mm-hmm. to just see where it goes. I just hope that. Uh, well, and it'll be amazing to see where they go as you know in their solo careers. Oh yeah, we've we've actually talked about that a lot and yeah. speculated a lot about you know what we think they're going to look mm-hmm. like as singles competitors. Yeah. It's it's going to be it's going to be cool, and I think uh, just throwing out there, I think the final straw is really going to come at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, so I think that'll it's be going to come down to those three in the ring. Well, like, maybe not the end, but the, the, the well, every no, man for no, himself the end, thing. But like somebody's going to yeah, screw somebody well, over. I think at Probably. some point in the Rumble, they're going to eliminate everybody else that's in there, and then it's just going to be them in the ring together. Yeah, I could see, I could see Ambrose yeah. uh, just kind of pulling a fast one on and, Reigns and mm-hmm. getting him right out there, or or wrong. It could be yeah. any three. It just seems like those two are really. And I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see if, if Rollins can take a side or if he's going to be like the, you know, like the peacekeeper. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, now Punk. Actually, Punk had a little uh, encounter with Shawn Michaels on, yeah. on Raw. Yes, that was just pretty sweet to see uh, see those two. But uh, the big the big thing has been John Cena, Randy Orton. Yep. For the title at TLC, well, the winner was Randy Orton. He walked out the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Both both titles, and he kind of the way he's carrying them, he just doesn't care about that world title. He's just like covering up, like I don't need that. But uh, yeah, the the TLC pay per view. I think we said 
was pretty good, but the mats just didn't completely deliver. Yeah. Didn't live up to uh, the expect our yeah. expectations or even the the hype. I don't think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And those are two of my favorite guys, so it kind of pains me to say that, but that's how I felt yeah. when the show ended on Sunday. Yeah. Um. So out of the matches at TLC, what would you guys say was your favorite? Looking back. Hmm. I'm trying to remember them all. Actually. Yeah, it's only been three days or so, but I mean, trying to just. Um, well, there's the AJ and Natalia match, which is yeah, that's good. That's good. It was a, that good, was a good. It match. was a good match. I was honestly, if I can just throw this in there, I was honestly really expecting Natalia to yeah, win. So was and I. I think we and all at were. this point, that's actually what I wanted to see. Yeah. But um, it was it was still a good match. Yeah. They definitely delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, what. I can't even remember all the matches. Two but, handicap uh, matches. I think there was a. Was there a Miz and Kofi match? Yeah. Yeah. I so think I think uh, the there. the shield and wasn't uh, Dolph on the pre-show too? Yeah, yeah Dolph which is very Sandow. unfortunate. No, Both it was uh, Fandango. Oh, Fandango. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, even though I can, we can't, oh, because Sandow faced Biggie Big e, for the yeah. title. So uh, Biggie's still the Intercontinental title. Sorry, this is all kind of jumbled. It's just so much seems to happen. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know, uh, but. I don't know. My favorite match, I mean, when the Shield's in there, it's just always good. And uh, I, I, I feel like probably maybe that maybe the tag team or maybe Shield and Punk, just because they're also awesome. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but now things are going forward, and the next pay per view is Royal Rumble, and we still got a while for it, over a month. So I think there'll be some good build for that. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to. Uh, some other stuff. I just I want to go back to last week's run and just talk about how phenomenal that ending segment was. The championship mm-hmm. ascension. It was uh, Cena, Orton, and a bunch of former World and WWE champions, including the likes of the Great Khali Bret Hart. and Bret Hart. <laughs> Bret Hart was also there. Yes, yes. but the Great Khali and Jack Swagger. Shawn Michaels was there, wasn't he? Yeah, yep. yeah, he, yeah, was definitely he had there. a big part. We <laughs> he had, was definitely there. We had uh, past and present. We had Mick Foley. That was a joke. Booker T. <laughs> We had uh, Triple H, of course. Jack Swagger was up. Yeah, I was just noting the two that I wish weren't, I guess. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it was basically Orton was, you know, cutting a promo, and then Cena came in and just blew it out of the water. Like, it was just, oh my gosh. He was, uh, the way he uh, used, used the crowd reaction, the crowd the Well, they were in Seattle, which is, you know... Close, as close to Brian's hometown as yeah. you're going to get. And they they could not get over him. Yeah. It was the Daniel Bryan the whole time. Where, uh, you know, some people would just ignore the fact, but Cena used it and uh, basically he was like, if I win, you're getting, you're getting the first shot or you're getting mm-hmm. the rematch, which definitely pleased the crowd. And uh, it just... It brought a lot out of the segment. He also did. He didn't just uh, interact with Dana Bryan. He interacted with Punk and Ziggler, bringing mm-hmm. up the fact that he was like uh, saying how no one wanted to give them chances and look at them now and stuff. So I just thought that that was just a great promo. But yeah. it didn't stop there. It turned into a brawl, like you could imagine. I think Orton threw the first punch. Then Cena, the the champs uh, were pulling everyone apart, and then uh, it started with Punk. Uh, trying to pull Orton back, and then Orton hits him, and Punk does not like that. Jumps back in there. Triple H throws him off. Yada yada yada. Sean is mad. <laughs> Super kicks 
Punk, which leads to Daniel Bryan with the knee to Sean, mm. and then uh, a little retribution there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Orton going for an RKO on Daniel Bryan, pushed into Stephanie, who is rendered unconscious after a <laughs> shoulder to the, or like falling into her shoulder. I don't know WWE logic, but either way, the, she's a helpless woman. Oh my woman. gosh, the just that whole thing was so mm. smooth. I just had to bring that up because that was really, it was really, really sweet. Good, yeah, it, it really. Put the match yeah. over. Well, and then afterwards, when everybody was just in shock that Stephanie basically got tapped and fell over unconscious, <laughs> yeah. as we were saying. Oh, and um, Cena like went right over and was you know mm-hmm. helping her up, but then you see Triple H, Stephanie, and Cena standing yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what anybody else was thinking, but I was just going, "Yes, yeah, it looked, please." It looked like it was going to happen. There were. Gonna... I, I think we were all thinking the same yeah. thing. That's all I could focus on was man and. You know, I love Cena, but it would be such an exciting and unexpected thing, like we said earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, as I was talking about, for him to go corporate and, you know, do the thing that nobody thinks he would ever be capable of doing, morally capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So, is anything else kind of going along now that, just to kind of recap that missing like big time can i just complain about Dolph ziggler yes because i don't understand he's (laughs) he's one of the greatest pieces of talent that's come through in a long time and they you know i don't i don't understand how we go from him cashing in and you know being the champion to you know even even making alberto del rio look good sorry (laughs) but definitely one of my least favorite guys ever Dolph, you know like Dolph even pulled good matches out of him He's just phenomenal. And now, where is he? Oh, let me answer that. On the pre-show. Yeah. Or nowhere. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. So that's yeah. that's well, my rant. When you said that, that, that brings up something that uh, I was noticing. Can, can we also bring up the fact that Alberto Del Rio was not on the TLC pay-per-view. He was not on Raw. That, that was the first pay-per-view. That he hasn't been on all year, mm-hmm. and I didn't even notice, but I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. Like, it just didn't hit me. Like, maybe they're finally going to just, like, give us a break from him because Figure he's, he's stale, it. you know? Yeah. So, I just... Well, I mean, they, they kind of have a storyline going with him. Him and what, Sin Cara? Yeah, yeah. him jobbing to Sin Cara. Seeing Hunako. Yeah. Yeah, Sin Cara. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, NXT has been... Uh, you know, good. I don't remember, you know, what I talked about on the last one, but basically, Odell's still the champ. Meh. No. No, no title no. changes, but there's been some good matches. There was an Adrian Neville uh, versus uh, Sami Zayn, number one contender match that was just phenomenal uh, back last month. Just so good. Adrian Neville got the win and then used his... His uh, title match against Bo Dallas, who won by countout. So I'm sure we'll see a rematch between the two of them. Uh, Hunico and Camacho have been coming up as the new uh, contenders for the Ascension's tag titles. Um, Charlotte, who turned on Bailey, is now part of the BFF uh, stable, I guess you could call it, with Summer Rae and Sasha Banks. Paige had a great match with Natalya uh, two weeks ago. Uh, one of the best women's... Uh, title matches I've seen in a long time. And um, there's a newer guy named Mojo Raleigh. Rally. He's been there a little bit, but he's he's caught my eye. He's pretty cool. He's a former football player and hmm. seems like he has some good potential. 
So, um, big story-wise, not not a whole lot, but that's kind of what's been going on. But yeah, NXT still awesome, <laughs> and uh, hoping to see a new champion soon. And hopefully, <laughs> in the next few months, maybe we'll see somebody from NXT called up, and uh, that will be very exciting. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure one will be in the Rumble again. It wouldn't surprise me it's, yeah. if it's Sami Zayn. Last year was Bo Dallas, and I'm almost positive they'll do something like that again. They won't win, but they'll, they'll get to make a name for themselves. Well, and Bo Dallas actually went on to beat Wade yeah, Barrett. He went on, Wade Barrett. Yeah, and we thought that was going to turn into something, yeah. but uh, I guess he just wasn't ready. But, Thank God. <laughs> but still, at the time, I remember being like, I don't know what this is, but and, it's cool. But it's, yeah, well, we knew he was from NXT. Yeah, but then so. I heard him talk. And, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, actually, Sorry, on, on the topic, believers out there. On the topic of NXT, uh, I've I've heard some rumors that uh, Callisto, which is um, I, I know him as Samurai Del Sol on the Indies. Um, I've seen him in a lot of matches, and uh, he's just phenomenal. And I've actually heard rumored for 2014 that he may mm-hmm. come up to the main roster, mm. which would be incredible because he hasn't been there long. Um, I just saw him at Dreamwave back in. I want to say it was May or June was his last show there before he um, actually went down to Florida for NXT. So it it would be um, really awesome to be able to see him on Mm -hmm. TV next year. Yeah, that would be be awesome. It's always just exciting to be thinking like, these guys are going to be on the main roster soon, hopefully, and hopefully it'll be used well. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what time it is? I think it's time we draw a name. And either totally bash someone we hate or just glorify someone we love. So it's time for the random superstar Basically of the month. Basically be very opinionated about a certain individual. You want to go ahead and draw one? All right, I'll draw it. Okay. What number we got? Okay, we have number 26. 26. That is Christian. <laughs> yeah, Christian. This is going to be fun. Should we let Schlappy take this one? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this guy, this guy uh, likes Christian a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I really like Christian. Um, I remember him getting a t-shirt signed in the parking lot, and I thought he was going to cry. <laughs> no I, joke. I, I felt tears coming in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was pretty sweet. It was just cool because he like, even acknowledged that it was like a brand new t-shirt because he like had just come out with it, and he's like, oh, hey, that, you got that awfully fast, but... <laughs> Um, he needs to come back. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, uh, he's just awesome. He's proven many times that he's a great tag team competitor. He's proven that he can be a singles competitor, and he's everything he does is incredible. He, mm-hmm. yeah, they really need to have him come back because I think he he came back and did like a match. I think, yeah, yeah and then he, that was poor guy. Just really had, it. he has a lot of injuries. It seems, yeah. Well, did he leave on injury this time? Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yep. Then he came back for like a match and then left. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, Christian's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah. As he said, Christian is is awesome. Uh, I feel he's underrated uh, and under, you know, he underappreciated sometimes. He He's done a lot in his career in both WWE and other promotions like TNA. And, um, yeah, he had numerous tag team gold with Edge, not just being, like, one of the best Mm -hmm. tag teams, but just, like, hilarious, just, like, great entertainers. Uh, One of the pioneers of the ladder match and TLC match more, rather. But uh, uh, 
outside of tag team wrestling, he he proved himself as a singles competitor with numerous uh, intercontinental title victories, uh, great rivalries, and uh, I have to say something about Christian. I think he he's one of the guys who just has some of the best theme entrance themes. <laughs> I love the one that was like Christian at last year on your own. I yes. thought that was one of, that was awesome because it was just fitting. You know, he was. Breaking out as a single star, and uh, I love that song. And of course, the waterproof blonde version of the song he has now mm-hmm. is still one of my favorite all-time entrance themes. Uh, I just think Christian's a, a very well-rounded uh, mm-hmm. star who he, I just really feel underrated is one of the best words to say. He, I mean, yes, he is a former world champion. That's true, world heavyweight champion, and very well deserved. But the reigns were not. Uh, what they should have been or could have no. been. Mm-hmm. One of them, I believe, was for uh, six days or <laughs> yeah. something. Uh, and another was not much longer. He can play a great face because the crowd just likes him, mm-hmm. and he can play an even better heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't. I didn't watch TNA a whole lot, but I know he was a huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge star there and held you know the TNA or NWA world title and stuff like that. So, big fan of Christian. Definitely needs to return. Yeah. I think he needs to come back for one more match. Maybe another, uh, a lot of more matches. A lot of more matches. Maybe, uh, <laughs> just give him something worthwhile. You know, give him a worthwhile feud with the uh, unified title now. Mm-hmm. I, he might not get a shot at, he probably, in all honesty, won't hold it. But, you know, with uh, the Intercontinental title, you know, being, I guess, the second tier title, I think he could... He could have another great run with that, mm-hmm. or a good, really, good feud with anyone. Yeah, and he could really bring the any kind of tie up to where yeah. where it should be now, yeah. since it's yeah. like this definitely bring one. more prestige yeah. to it. Yeah. So yeah, Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'm really glad it's my turn because I have so many things bouncing around <laughs> in my head right now. Um, Christian is he's he's one who is synonymous with. Um, me growing up as a wrestling fan, he's he was he's always been there since I was about eleven. Um, he actually won the light heavyweight championship in his debut match, um, and that's kind of a forgotten fact type of thing. Um, I, I think he was perceived a lot as Grim said, you know, uh, he's underrated, and he um, I think when he was in a tag team, obviously with, with Edge, I think he was kind of seen as the, you know, the weaker link or Mm -hmm. the less, um, thought about person in the tag team, which is unfortunate. Edge is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think Christian is, is just as much so. And there's just so much I could say about him. He's, he's incredibly talented. He's, um, he did so much for TNA when he went there. And because I was watching TNA very faithfully at that time. And, uh, you know, I just remember f- being so excited when I went to my first TNA shows because the the wrestlers were so much easier to access there. You could actually meet them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was St. Louis. I was either 19 or 20. My mom and I went to uh, Lockdown, one of the TNA pay-per-views in St. Louis. And... I remember walking out to the parking lot to get something out of my car, and I saw him. He was he was just right there, and um, I almost I almost lost my marbles. I kid you not. I just I couldn't believe it was him. Um, you know, of all the guys to see, this guy that I've watched. You know, I'm I'm probably 20 at this time. This guy I've watched since I was 11. Um, 
I, I lo- it took everything I had not to just flip out. And so I just managed to say hi to him and he smiled and he said hi. And uh, as soon as he was like out of my line of sight where I wouldn't make an idiot of myself, I just went crazy. <laughs> I'm celebrating and I'm ah! and I run back inside and my mom to this day does a great imitation of me going, ah, I just saw Christian in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> again, of all the people to see, he was like the guy. Him and AJ Styles were the guys I mm-hmm. had to meet. And here I was. 20 minutes into my adventure and I've seen Christian in the parking lot. Um, so he's just, uh, I should stop soon or I'm not going to stop, but, um, I love the guy. I'm going to be so sad to see him go. Um, and the, the thing, the connection him and edge have just Mm -hmm. blew my mind and still does. Um, I love to watch edges induction ceremony because, the way Christian inducted him was just so real, so mm-hmm. genuine. Yeah. And they really are just like brothers. And uh, I I already had so much respect for Christian and for Edge, but I gained so much more for Christian in, you know, the things he said and the way he really showed his emotions and um, shows how much he cares about, you know, somebody who's just like a brother mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. So um, I'd love to see him like we were saying, have lots and lots more matches. Um, unfortunately, we don't know if that's going to happen, but um, any time I can see Christian is nothing short of a blessing. Yep. That's my take. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Christian is a big, uh, big thumbs up from our Inside Radio. And, yeah, as they were talking about, we were, uh, me and Sloppy haven't been to a whole, whole lot of uh, WWE shows, but uh, one we went to, we mm-hmm. we got to meet him, which that was that's cool. I mean, it was like he was right there. He signed, oh yeah, signed Sloppy's mm-hmm. shirt, that which was the just, peep uh, sign. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I had a peep sign that no disrespect, but I spent like three minutes making it. Mm-hmm. Just said peeps and it had arrows yeah. everywhere, saying implying that there, you know, Christians fans were all over the place. Walked right up and you know mm-hmm. signed sloppy shirt and my poster and of course everybody else gathered around too but it was so mm-hmm. cool yeah. that he and, saw that and yeah. zeroed in on and you know two random fans i think yeah. that may have been my first wwe show too so <laughs> yeah that was that's, pretty, a, that's great for it was like experience, for first yeah. or second show so yeah that's it's a pretty good experience so. mm-hmm. Sorry for our fan moments there. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just, just marked out just a little bit. <laughs> there's only so many uh, wrestlers on this list that, that I can say I had any uh, personal reaction. Katrina probably has a lot more that she could uh, talk about. Just figured need to throw that in there, you know? Yeah. So uh, Actually, that's one I was going to say and forgot because my mind was so full of yeah. all the things I wanted to say about him. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope he hears this. That would oh, be so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, we love you, man. Okay. So we've been we talked about stuff going on in WWE now. But Royal Rumble's coming up and I believe it is uh twenty sixth, seventh, eighth, somewhere around there probably of January. So there's still time. There is good time to build it up because mm-hmm. I mean it's the Royal Rumble. It's Honestly, it's my favorite pay-per-view. It's uh, going to kick off. It's, it's the start to the yeah, road to WrestleMania, yes. too. So. It is. So much can happen there. So normally this is where we you know, say our predictions of things going forward, but the predictions are endless. Yeah, so, I mean, they can, really are. We can just kind of like just some things looking forward what could happen. Because with the Royal Rumble, you have no idea who the special guests are going to be. They always mm-hmm. usually throw in like two or three. That, and some that you're just like, 
was not expecting. It's like this Kevin year. Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Nash. This year, uh, this year, obviously Chris Jericho was yeah. like huge surprise, but, yeah. but of past guys, like the Godfather, like that was just yeah. random. Uh, gold dust. Who's yeah. now on a full return now, for, uh, but his, his return at Royal Rumble was really, really unexpected and got a huge, mm-hmm. huge Reaction, pop. Yeah. And with Jericho, who was coming back as a, you know, permanent, but like part-time kind of, he was there for yeah. a while. Where uh, you never know. We could see we could see Christian back at the Royal Rumble. We could see Sheamus. Sheamus. Fingers crossed. I'm counting, so hoping for I'm, Sheamus. I'm very very counting on Sheamus. Yeah. If it's not the Rumble match, it'll be right around there. It's got to be the Rumble yeah. match. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's if he's almost ready to come back, I I've well, got I, I gotta believe they're gonna wait for do that. Do it a big yeah. way, yeah. And you could return and and not win. I mean, he's won the match. He won it in 2012. Yeah. And, I was uh, actually there, and I was really mad at him because Chris Jericho <laughs> didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> but at least Sheamus didn't try to, you know, pin, pin. somebody. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Chris Jericho tried to pin in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's he okay. He up, invented he, everything. Yeah. He got he, caught up in the moment, guys. Just, he invented pinning. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. And he invented the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and invented the undisputed title. True. <laughs> he also invented Sloppy's mom. He invented this show. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> but uh, so returns are endless. But uh, I guess one thing we can talk about we talked about it on the last one. But let's let's just throw it around again. Some predicted winners. I, I'm still going with uh, if. Okay, so it looks like there's a possibility, and it's probably too early to tell. But there could be a triple threat at Royal Rumble between Cena, Orton, and Daniel Bryan. I mean, it could happen. It's right. really early to tell. Only one so, raw in. Which, if they haven't, somebody here is going to lose their mind. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be amazing. But, uh. I think everybody's going to lose yeah. their mind. So, I don't know what you're talking so, about. Here's the thing. Let's say they do that. And, uh, sometimes they have the challengers also in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, but not yeah. always. So, if Bryan is in a title match, will he be in the Rumble? Because right. my, my, uh, predictions was were uh, Punk and Brian, one of the two. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. I think uh, we actually were all like, yeah, hundred percent because it's just so that. like it. It just seemed it's got to be. It has to be. Yeah. So if like, what if Brian is in the triple threat and some he actually wins the title, mm-hmm. Punk wins the rumble, and then there you go. That would be <laughs> that would be ideal. But I also would kind of like you know it'd be pretty sweet if Dan Brian won the rumble. Mm-hmm. But at this point. I, it's gonna be one of them. Yeah. Uh, somebody, I th- we may have throw throw around uh, Roman Reigns, yeah, I but I I think they they can do more with him not winning and just have all three members of the Shield in there, just like clearing house, doing just like Kane style, just mm-hmm. throwing out right. people and and then Ambrose. Assumingly, I can just imagine it would be him. Uh, you know. Gets Reigns or Rollins out, or both of them. Are, something is going to happen between mm-hmm. the three, and that's going to be the last straw for a triple threat at WrestleMania between the three That'd of them. Awesome. That just that seems, would be awesome. That but, seems like the best way to to do it. But I think it would be really cool. Like, I I can see them maybe having Roman Reigns win it, but I don't. At this point, I don't think they will. But if they do, I think like they don't even need to have like. Ambrose attempted to eliminate him. They can just have Ambrose and Rollins just get eliminated through the Rumble, and then Reigns goes all the way to the end and wins it. That would be like a huge yeah. point for Ambrose to like 
just be just turn on that, that would be the kind of like moment. the evolution turning mm-hmm. on Randy Orton yeah. style type of thing yeah. Yeah. out of jealousy. But that would make Rollins a heel by default too. And it's really up in the air as to what yeah. he's gonna, what yeah. part he's gonna end up playing. Mm-hmm. So I I don't see Reigns. I would be very shocked if Reigns actually yeah. won the Royal Rumble. But I do think beyond any doubt that he's gonna look good as gold. Oh yeah, because yeah. I mean, just look at Survivor Series. He was. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and here's. But I think that's going to be the purpose. Is yeah. Reigns is going to shine, oh, yeah. and it's going to further the you know wedge that has already been driven in mm-hmm. you know the faction that is the Shield. Yeah. Um. Also, there's there's other teams that could you know suffer kind of because uh, it's it's every man for himself, and as they say, both feet have to touch the floor. They will say that probably about 50 times, but... Uh, probably more than that. Yeah. There are... Uh, it's every man for himself, so if you're a tag team and you're both in there, you're not both going to win it. You're going to have to do something. So there's also the possibility of, like, Cody and Goldust both mm-hmm. being in there, and at some point, you know, they might have to eliminate one, each, one another. You know, I mean, just throwing it out there, mm-hmm. you never know. Well, they kind of had that little fight at the Rumble last year. Yeah, too. that was epic. That was that pretty was epic. awesome. Uh, I'm sure Kofi will do something awesome because yeah. that's kind of just been yeah. his thing for the past. It's his thing. And then before that, Morrison yeah. being, uh, what's Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was actually there when Kofi did the handwalk thing. Um, I was in the crowd. It was... Uh, <clears throat> people just went crazy. Every, it was like, insane. But, I mean, it was so Like, everyone cool. in the front row was just so still because they did not yeah. want to touch but, it. Yeah. You know who else could do something phenomenal like that? Seth Rollins could probably yeah. pull oh, off yeah. something no like so... So cool. Actually, or, they should really do that because mm-hmm. I feel like he's. I'm. Um, I feel like he's kind of the forgotten shield member yeah, right now. He, yeah. Uh, not to me, but to the you know majority. The, the overall yeah. um, majority, yes. And so to have him have that like Royal Rumble moment, mm-hmm. I think would um, would only help the situation. Yeah, I. I and his like awesome. ninja roll thing that he does, we know that he's capable of mm-hmm. you know things that require a lot of agility and. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping on something like that yeah. with him. That would, that'd be great. Or with anybody. Yeah. yeah Ziggler do something cool like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Royal Rumble definitely. Oh man, I just get so excited about it because anything can happen. Anybody can show up. <laughs> yeah, anything and uh, like really, it's, oh, it's just so good. So very excited for that. We've got plenty of time to build it up. They have plenty of time to build it up. Uh, and full of returns, full of betrayal, full of uh, everything. Even. Definitely yeah, a, yeah, and definitely a uh, turning point as far as, you mm-hmm. know, furthering rivalries or yeah. starting rivalries. It's, it's a perfect place to start. Your, if you look back to uh, 2005, that uh, the Sean and Kurt Angle thing just basically started, yeah. like, really in that match. You can just you can start like great rivalries there that don't have to be over a title or anything, and it just sets it up perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think of some BS story behind it. It's just you eliminated me. I'm mad. I wanted to win the rumble. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yep, it'll be great. <clears throat> I think we can all agree it's one of our favorites. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, so we actually. Uh, we got some fan questions that we're going to read over the, uh, on the podcast. Oh, there they are. We got three that we'll, uh, we'll address here. Because normally in, in the last bit of time, we kind of just 
bring up a topic like last time we talked about our Survivor Series Dream Teams before that, Shield member. Uh, we figured we'd uh, let some uh, viewers give us you know things to talk about. So first from here, we've got from Barbara. Hello, Ringside Radio. I was wondering which two wrestlers you think have the best chemistry. Thanks. That's a good question. Um, so I'm... We want to look at this as like, you know, against each other or, or just teaming up or what? Either or. Either or? I'd say either. Yeah. yeah. All I right. Think however we want to answer it. Mm-hmm. You want to start us off? Oh sure, I'd love to. Um, I uh, this takes me back to uh, the summer of 2011. <laughs> if anybody knows what I'm talking about, the summer of oh, punk, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, CM Punk and John Cena yeah. had some of the most phenomenal. Uh, matches. I was uh, I was actually there for Money in the Bank 2011 when Punk won the title and literally ran out the doors of the Allstate Arena with it. Um, that I can't even describe to you what that match meant to the people there. Um, I go to shows and I scream and I holler and I yell and I cry and this isn't an exaggeration. It's really not. <laughs> um, and but I'm always fine the next day. After Money in the Bank, I couldn't talk for about three days. If that tells you how incredibly engrossed people were in not only this match, but this entire rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, leading up to that, they had some awesome stuff going on. The match at Money in the Bank, and then again at SummerSlam, which the match at Money in the Bank was far better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, but, you know, everything they did there for that month in between... Um, Obviously, once Punk mm-hmm. was gone for a short amount of time and then came back. Um, but I actually also got to go to, two weeks after Money in the Bank, got to go to a house show in Springfield where, that, of course, that was when you know they were both carrying around a WWE championship belt. And so they were both the champion, or it was, you know, who is the champion? And mm-hmm. um, so um, I, I actually think I probably took over 100 pictures in that match alone <laughs> because I could not, um, I could not get over it. Like those, those were my two favorite guys at the time, um, which they're still. I mean, Cena's Cena's still my number one. Punk's dropped a few spots, but uh, still definitely one of my favorites. And so just to see that match in person and see both of them with the title, and I'm I'm literally standing there with my my John Cena T-shirt, my CM Punk hat, and my CM Punk sign, and trying not to get caught by one. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm holding up my Punk sign and hiding from Cena, and then I put my Cena hat on and I'm hiding from Punk. <laughs> and um, anyway, those two, um, that was like I'll never forget. You know, actually getting to see that match twice mm-hmm. in person. Yeah. I'll never forget. Like, that's that was so special to me. And I just think that they were, they had incredible matches. And I think it helps that they actually get along in real life. It's mm-hmm. been said that they don't or whatever, but uh, you can, I mean, it's obvious. You know, yeah. they just really um, work well together. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a funny picture that says... Uh, it's a bunch of pictures of Cena and Punk in in and outside of the ring, and it says something like "Punk and Cena still a better love story than Twilight." <laughs> or some, we'll have to see if we can get that on there because yeah. it's it's definitely funny. And um, but th- that would be my answer. Um, an honorable mention would be Brian and uh, Tyler Black, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. because anytime 
they're in the ring together, and it hasn't happened much. Once for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and I I couldn't possibly get closer to the TV if I tried. Yeah. Um, completely captivated and engrossed in what was going on mm-hmm. because they're two of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So definitely honorable mention for them, and I would love to see them in a rivalry mm-hmm. um, sooner yeah, rather great. than later. <laughs> yeah. So those are my two picks, and there are so many others too, oh, yeah. but those are the ones that came to my mind um, as as we were reading the question. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A bunch just uh, pop in my head. But uh big one when I when I hear the word ring chemistry, like I think of uh John Cena and Edge. Mm-hmm. Like oh, gosh. I just yeah. think they have really good just they can bring out so much of each other. It's it's kind of like Punk and uh Cena, the two just like they complement each other. Very well. Their feud in 2006, spanning over ba- like almost the course of a whole year, but it coming to a head at, in the TLC match. Just oh my gosh, their their rivalry is one of my favorite of all time. I think they have just phenomenal chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. <laughs> they're stuck. They're uh, any like literally any time they're in a match together, I'm just like. Oh my gosh! Because I actually, uh, I had a little, uh, I had about a year off or so where I wasn't watching wrestling, maybe a year and a half. And the first thing I come back into is Sheamus and Daniel Bryan's feud before WrestleMania 28. So I kind of have a, a special place for their, those two in, uh, you know, fighting. But I, in interviews, there of uh, they've even said they love wrestling each other so much, and you can see their styles mm-hmm. complement each other yeah. so well. Oh, Sheamus is a just a brawler powerhouse and uh, Daniel Bryan's a technician and uh, his kicks and stuff. It's just, their matches are great. Uh, and like she said, there's there's so many mm-hmm. that are going through my head, but I'd have to go with those two before I just start, you know, spewing out like everything. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll have I'll go to talk those. about this again. Someday. This is a good one. So Another thank podcast. you, Barbara. This is good. Um, for me, I, I'd probably say punk and Bryan just because the matches that they've had against each other have just been incredible, and they've proven a few times in the past few months that they work very well as a team. True. Yeah. So just no matter what they're doing, if they're in the ring together, it's probably something amazing. Yeah. So. Big props to Ring of Honor for uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. giving us these two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even <laughs> another one, like, Christian and Jericho, like they had, oh yeah, uh, that they was had fun. an awesome feud. Like that's that one of fun. my most favorite feuds of the whole Lita and Trish yeah. thing. Like that was, yeah, WrestleMania twenty. Yeah. They had a match that was, mm-hmm. yeah, very good, very good. You know, since we, since we got a little time, I just <laughs> want to throw out one more that, uh, okay, teaming up. Or versing each other, but Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't. I just thought of them. You too, can't yeah. even like 2002 when they had their just, well, and you know, spanning on for however long. But their their matches just, and because they were such good friends, it's like when you're when you're close, mm-hmm. you can just do so. Yeah, exactly. So much. Well, and to expand on that, throw the Undertaker in there. The Undertaker mm-hmm. against oh, either one of those yeah. two. Um, you know, I. I've watched The Undertaker and Triple H uh, at WrestleMania 17. I, I can't even tell you. There's probably, like, an actual hole in my DVD <laughs> because it's been one of my favorite matches since the first mm-hmm. time I saw it. And then, you know, he would 
Undertaker would go into Wrestle Triple H twice more at WrestleMania. Yep. And Sean twice as well. And all of those matches are some of the best matches The Undertaker, I think, has, has ever had. And that's saying so much for well, such a storied career. And then the end of the era match. Yeah. With all, with three, all three. It was, yeah. it was... We were all, like, an inch away there from the like, TV. I'm pretty sure there were, like, tears shed watching that mm. because it was so emotional and just... Such a... You know. Just a great moment as yeah. a wrestling fan and just, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely agree. Those were all, those were all good picks bringing back, like... Uh, yeah. You know, thinking of thinking of matches with those. <clears throat> All right. So uh, next we got from Bobby. Who do you think is the best tag team and why? Hmm, best tag team. Hmm. I'll take it if you guys are thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. I got to go with the Hardy Boys. Uh, hmm. Since I was 12, I was a huge Hardy Boys fan. Now they've, you know, definitely gone their separate ways and done their own thing. And that's great. That's fine. Um I'm not as big into them as I used to be, but in, like, 1999 and 2000, when I was 12, 13 years old, they were, like, so important to me. I bought every t-shirt I wanted to be just like them. I painted my fingernails exactly like Jeff's were. <laughs> um, and because they were so... Um, I just thought they were very real. They were very... They're somebody that could be sitting right here hanging out with us. Mm-hmm. You know, just the way they dressed and the way they... You know, their style and their personalities, they just seemed so very genuine, you know. And obviously they could get it done in the ring. Um, And they complemented each other so well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, being brothers and they'd wrestled together since they were, you know, teenagers or maybe even before that. And so their chemistry was great. Their styles complemented one another so well. And, uh, again, some of the pioneers of the, you know, Tag team letter matches, which would eventually become the TLC matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and tag teams were so, like, such a big deal in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, I, don't, I don't know that there will ever be another tag team era like that. But the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff were always my number one tag team. Um, ENC were awesome, too. Definitely honorable mention for them. And there are others, too. You know, I love the Usos. Yeah. But as far as favorite tag team ever... Um, it would it would have to be Matt and Jeff Hardy. You wanna go? Sure. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Spirit Squad. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go <laughs> right now. Just oh wow! Was... No, no, no. That that's you uh... took mine. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> please, please just ignore him. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, I probably gonna have to go with ENC. I mean, they're like my two favorite guys, and they're. They're just both incredible in singles and tags, and they've proven over and over again that they're one of the best tag teams out there. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> winning those TLCs and... Yeah. It hurt me not to say them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. For best best tag team, not necessarily favorite. I think uh, it's been said, but I really think... Edge and Christian are mm-hmm. one of one of the best tag teams. Not just, uh, I mean, their accolade show. Basically, anytime there was a match for the titles, especially any, if you watch any of those ladder matches, those TLC matches, who won? Edge, Edge and Christian. <laughs> oh, I they would always get won. So mad <laughs> because uh, as as far as favorite, I I think the Hardys really are probably my favorite tag team, along with uh, New Age Outlaws. Are good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Legion of Doom. I think they could e- they could easily be said uh, as one of the best tag teams as well. But uh, as far as best, I 
I just think Edge and Christian because of the, uh, I mean, their accomplishments and just what they did, what the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys did for mm-hmm. tag team wrestling. They could, they all could be said yeah. as the best, the best tag team favorites. Uh, Hardys, um, DX. I mean, Sean and Triple H. They, they're just fun to watch, but not really mm-hmm. my favorite tag team. Very yeah. iconic, though. Yeah. yeah, and then of course another favorite is uh, the on and off tag team of the Brothers of of Destruction. Oh gosh! Especially when uh, uh, Undertaker was the American Badass and Kane was coming a little bit more out of his shell. That was th- around that time. That those those are probably one of my favorites also. But uh, okay, this is random. But do you know what was amazing is when. Uh, Triple H and Stone Cold were doing this two-man power mm. trip thing, and Triple H had the WWE, WWF at the time title, and Stone Cold had the Intercontinental title, or maybe it's maybe it was reversed. Actually, I think it was reversed now that I think about it. Um, but uh, the Brothers of Destruction came in and, you know, tried to put an end to the, this nonsense and this insanity that, you know, the havoc that Stone Cold and Triple H were wreaking <laughs> on the WWF and... It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, fan moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got uh, one more here from Holly. Hey, guys, will The Undertaker retire this year? He's getting really old. Wow. <laughs> uh, also, who is, who is the best wrestler on the show? Um, okay, so first part of the question. Uh, will The Undertaker retire this year? I hope not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go into uh, 2014 because it almost is 2014. It wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't be completely surprised because it being WrestleMania 30, it just is kind of like a... You know, a number that if he were to, it would... Uh, I just wouldn't blame him, but I really think it's on nobody else but him. Yep. I think he's going to go as long as he wants to and as long as and as long as he can perform at the ability that he wants to you know is still the undertaker if he's you know less than you know what he wants then i think he's going to stop i think he'll if wrestlemania 30 is his last one which i'm not hoping or counting on uh he's still going to be one of the most respected mm-hmm. uh wrestlers of all time but if he's got a few more years in him, then I would love to see him around more. Uh, I guess for the second part, who's the best wrestler on the show? Currently, uh, the well, CM Punk, he's the best in the world. <laughs> no, uh, my favorite, uh, best and favorite, uh, I think best and favorite could arguably uh, Daniel Bryan. He, as far as wrestling, he is really one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he also happens to be my favorite, so I'd go Daniel Bryan on that one. Well, for me, I don't think The Undertaker will retire. I mean, like Graham said, it will be on him when he retires. I think he still has a couple more WrestleManias in him. I mean, I would still like to see a Cena Taker yeah. WrestleMania and even a Cena Jericho WrestleMania. Like, that insane. would be pretty insane. <laughs> um,. But no, I, I don't think he'll retire quite yet. I think he's still got a couple of years left in him. But and for me, like the best wrestler on the roster, I want to say there's like one best. There's like two or three that keep like bouncing through my head, like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and John Cena, just because they all three just 
add so such different things to the company that you really can't say one's the best. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, Undertaker retire. That would be a no. Never. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> No, uh, this guy's been wrestling since before I was born, and I'm 26, if that tells us anything. Um, I remember seeing, like, old matches where he was, like, on some sort of indie promotion in a mask as the Punisher, um, which would have happened before... I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Weird. Um, but he's been wrestling forever and ever, and uh, I... It will be very devastating to see him go. Um, is he done this year? I hope not. Um, I feel like he really can't leave until he has a match against Cena. Mm -hmm. Like Schlappi was talking about. I really, I want to see that so bad. And it blows my mind that they've, you know, they've both been in the company so long and they've never really had a, a rivalry to speak of. There was one in the summer of 2003, which Cena actually owns a victory over The Undertaker. Most people don't know that. Um, but, um... I hope The Undertaker still got a couple of WrestleManias in him, and I really, selfishly, I just really hope I get mm -hmm. to see him and Cena at WrestleMania before it's all done. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I want him, when he does leave, I want it to be on his terms, I want it to be his choice, and I want this streak to remain intact. Yep. That's how I feel. Um, best wrestler in the show... Let's see, best and favorite are two very different things. For me, they're very close, though. Um, Cena's my favorite, uh, has been forever and ever, you know, pretty much since him and Kurt Angle had the feud in 2003. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. <laughs> now I'm going to lose it. Uh, so he's my favorite. Is, is he the best wrestler? No. Is he uh, the most passionate person on the roster? Yes. And uh, nobody can tell me differently because I won't believe them. Best as far as wrestler goes is Brian Danielson, no doubt. Um, and he's he's very close to. I mean, he's my second favorite um, by a landslide. So I actually had this phase for a while where every single night before I went to bed, I watched a Brian Danielson match, um, mostly indie and ROH stuff. And that was just uh, man. If I wanted insomnia for the night, just in some of those matches because I was just glued to them. <laughs> Best wrestler, Daniel Bryan. Favorite wrestler, John Cena. Um, will Undertaker retire this year? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. He's good. He's got another forever. No, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. So thank you for those questions. It's fun to answer. It's just... Those um, were awesome yeah. questions. Keep good them one. coming, guys. Ring Definitely. chemistry. That Man. And you know that one just makes you think about stuff that, you know, I don't think we'd come up with that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Give us some more stuff, and we'll be sure to read them on. So, I think we'll uh, close this out, but uh, want to uh, plug ourselves. Next, <laughs> week, next week, we're going to have a, a special episode of Ringside Radio. It's going to be basically our own version of the Slammies, I guess you could say, the Ringside Radio End of the Year Awards, where we're coming up with our own categories and nominees for different things. Uh, WWE related of 2013 things that uh the, you know the Slammies wouldn't cover and this is you know our opinion and it should be fun we'll just be hanging out going through these and uh, we'll put this up by the end of 2013 and you know if you've got some ideas for it put them in soon because we're gonna be wrapping up stuff for it 
but it'll be fun. I'm excited. So thank you for watching this special Christmas edition. Uh, thank you for the questions, and keep watching the Vortex. And uh, have a super-duper <clears throat> Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Uh, ho, ho. And be sure to watch the WWE Bad Santa vs. Good Santa <laughs> Christmas special. I'm sure it'll be the best one all year. Um, yeah, can we talk about that real quick, about how terrible of an idea this is? <laughs> they have Mark Henry playing Santa Claus. Yeah. It'll, 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 be, uh, it'll be something. Yeah. But yeah. More on that, maybe in a future episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll have... We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you again. I am Grim Chorizo. I'm Katrina Cena. And I'm Sloppy Joe. Thank you for watching. See you next time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. You've been listening to Ringside Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe and send any of your questions and comments to GrimChorizo at gmail.com.